This is Robert from Twin Peaks, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Got a light. Here's your fun fact. The nose prints of both dogs and cats are unique, ridged in a pattern just like fingerprints of humans. Stay tuned to Inspirato Projecto for more fun facts. Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you can put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. Uh, sorry about that. I think the internet went out over here or something. Okay. Um, but uh, so we're, we're interviewing uh, Mike Provenzano uh, on Inspirato Projecto right now. It's all thanks to Jules Lavely uh, who connected us. Um, she said that she wrote about various celebrities and actors, and she she was like, you know what? I've I, I know some wonderful actors. I've I've um, interviewed for various you know for various publications, and uh, so she passed me on to you. So it's just uh, it's really cool. I've been looking at interviews with you and stuff. So um, I've, I'm kind of basing uh, questions sort of jumping off of other interviews that I've read. So. Um, well, first of all, let me ask you, how do you, how do you know Jules? How did you end up coming across her? Because you wrote some great articles about you. Yeah, I know. Um, well, we met on Facebook um, and uh, exactly where, where I don't remember exactly, but um, we've been friends for probably a year, at least a year now. So um, we've been working together for quite a while. That's cool. Man, it's so great when you when you create um various collaborations with people out there in the world who like to utilize their talents and, mm-hmm. and put them to the test. So, um, all right. So you have, you have quite a few demo reels and, 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 um, whether it's commercials, whether it's, um, you know, dramatic acting, what I noticed that you used to work in a corporate job. What was it that made you truly that pushed you over the edge into actually diving straight into doing some acting? Well, I, I was in the technology world for 20 plus years and um, it was just time for change. And um, it was actually a fluke that I got into this. I, um, I, because of my technology background, I went and helped the construction business to basically prepare his company for growth. So I cleaned up all his computer systems and all that. And uh, when I was getting ready to leave, he ended up buying a design firm. And one of the, the people that came with the company um, is an acting teacher. And um, so as I was getting ready to leave, he said, hey, you should check this out. And I literally asked him if he was blowing smoke up my you know what. <laughs> and he said, no, no, for real. 
And um, be, just because of that conversation, I went to an open call locally, and you know the directors looked at looked around, and there was about fifty people there, and said, "We're going to invite four of you to our school." And I just happened to be one of them. So <laughs> that's kind of how it started. Wow. It, <laughs> it was something I wanted to do in my twenties, but I don't really think I had the the confidence, the you know, the life experiences. And I don't think it was the right time, you know. And now I feel that it is. It's cool that you just, you know, you followed your calling and it led you in this direction and, and, it, it, and you felt the calling so much that you're just, you just go, you know what, we're just going to dive head first in this thing and see what happens. Um, what was the first project that you found like after taking that, that acting class? Did it, did it happen soon after? I mean, what, what happened with that process? It was, I mean, I, um, the, the school was about, you know, three or four months long and I got signed with an agency in the Philadelphia market, literally the, the day I graduated. Um, and I would say within a month I had my first print job, um, you know, because I've, you know, I do acting, I do modeling, I do voiceover. So I kind of touch it all. But my first job was a modeling job, uh, a lifestyle job for a, um, a corporate campus out in, uh, uh, you know, West, West uh, Pennsylvania area. And uh, it was a lot of fun. It was my first experience. And um, you just, you don't know what to expect when you're, <laughs> when you're doing something for the first time. But it went really well. And um, for somebody to tell you that, hey, you have a good look on camera. And honestly, I was like, really? I, you know, I never thought that personally because you never look at yourself that way. Um, but when you hear it a couple times, like, all right, there must be some truth behind that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, and then I literally went from, you know, print model stuff almost right into, um, you know, infomercial work. And um, that kind of like got me started, you know, and I felt like the commercial side of it was what was really going to is what really uh, took off for me. And, um, but, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying doing, you know, each of them, you know, so I'm, I'm doing some legit work. I'm doing spokesperson work now, just, it was, is really fun. Um, I'm just having a blast getting, you know, I feel honestly, I feel really blessed that I get to do this and, and I get to meet so many different people uh, throughout the process. Um, uh, it's it's do now the one thing I want to know is what is some of the advice that you've learned from some of the teachers you've had uh, concerning how to best sharpen your acting style or skills what what would you say are some of the some of the teachers and what are some of those wonderful nuggets that you've learned from them I mean I'd say the the biggest thing is um, don't overact <laughs> um, you know that's the one thing one a, a a, um, a teacher slash, you know, pretty big, um, a pretty um, um, dedicated and, and very, you know, very well-known uh, director up in New York. I took a class with him about a year ago, and he said the one problem with actors is they overact and they don't be their genuine self. And granted, you know, when you're playing a role, you have to play the role, but um, he said a lot of people just go too far. Um, so be yourself. And so I, I took that to heart and I, I try to be, I try not to, to be something that I'm not, that comes off fake, you know? Um, so that's a one lesson that I learned. Um, and that was probably the biggest one, just be yourself and then always have a, a backstory for what you're doing as, you know, in a role. So if I'm playing a cop or a detective, um, I need to have in my head what 
type of detective I am, you know, what kind of past that I have, what, you know, what's, what has me, li- you know, acting out the way that I'm acting now. Um, so those two things I think are really important. Um, but I, you know, honestly, I've learned things from, you know, teachers, and I've learned just as much from other, uh, you know, other at- talent in the industry, whether they're actors or directors or producers, you know, it's, you know, I'm, uh, for me, I'm a, uh, somebody that, that takes criticism very well. And, you know, I know that I'm not the smartest or the brightest in the, in the group, but I do know that I know how to, to take action and I know how to get things done. And, and, and my operations background in the, in the corporate world has taught me to listen to others because everyone has something to offer everyone else. And I think that's what I've learned the most. Yeah, that's so true. That's a good, that's a really good piece of advice. Now, having said that, because listening is such a huge part of it, have you ever taken improv classes? Yes, <laughs> actually, the, the, the uh, film director uh, class that was up in New York, that's that was an improv oh, class man. that I actually took. Oh, improv yeah. is <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> Isn't that great? Because it helps you get out of so many crazy little situations that you might find yourself stuck in. You might forget a line. However, you, you might just suddenly know to do this particular gesture, and then all of a sudden maybe it comes back to you, or, or you come up with yeah. something new that's just as you know appropriate. Um, how, how important do you think improv is to the, the acting experience and the ways in which you apply it just in your daily life? Oh, it's huge. I mean, the, the, the one thing I've told people is um, I, I've been acting my en- entire life. Now I'm just doing it on camera. Right, right. <laughs> um, right. So, um, you know, when I first started doing improv on camera, I was kind of like nervous about it. You know, I wasn't really sure. It's just, hey, can I do this? You know, and then I did my first one and then I did a second one. And I was like, this really is pretty cool. It's not as hard as as people make it out to be. You know, sometimes it's harder because you think it's harder than it needs to be. Um, but if you just go with stuff, I mean, granted, there's certain projects that you have to to um, the dialogue's got to be word for word. You know, some commercial stuff is just very specific. Um, that you know, if you goof up, you got to do it again. <laughs> you know, so improv doesn't apply. But for film, it, it definitely does. And, and, you know, the one thing I've learned about directors is they don't say like, they don't say cut because the scene, quote unquote, has ended. You know, they let the actors finish the, the spot because right. you never know what you're going to get. You know, you may get something that's that's so special that you, they didn't even see coming. Well, and it, it seems like that, uh, you know, if when there's that comfortability on set where each actor is, is and, and every crew member is allowed to be in their elements just exactly, you know, in the ways where they can really stretch their expertise and creativity, it seems like there's so much more room to breathe in terms of imagining new things and, and testing out stuff and experimenting a lot. Do you notice that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep, that's, that's the one thing. I've, there's Obviously, there's a bunch of things that I've noticed, but... But, uh, you know, the one th- the nice thing is directors kind of know what they're looking for. They know what they want. They want. Um, and I've been lucky enough to work with people that are like, go ahead, just see how it feels. You know, let's just, you know, we've already got what we need, but let's do it again and see what it, what, you know, what else could come. So it sounds like you have, you're, you're able to get a pretty good rapport with people. Do you find yourself working with some of these similar directors on uh, other films? Um, as some short films I've done, I've worked with, with people over and over again. Um, 
Isn't that the best? And, you form a friendship, you form a collaborative, mm-hmm. you know, relationship, and it's like, okay, zip, zip, zip. we see this all the time with a lot of directors. You know, they want to work mm-hmm. with the same uh, kind of folks. Did you, have you? So you found that kind of often? Um, I say often, but you know, I, I've found it um, a, a few times, um, and especially in the infomercial world, I've I have some clients that they just call me routinely to say, "Hey, are you available?" Um, and I've got a couple directors that are, you know, in the same category with me and understand I've only been doing this for about three and a half years. And, and for me to already have a couple of relationships like that, it's just, it's, you know, it's awesome. Well, yeah. You know, and this is just a wonderful example of someone who is just simply following their heart in a direction that's just taking them in that direction and not overanalyzing it, not being overcritical. Because, I mean, look how far you've gotten in just a short amount uh, of time. And for, for any of you guys who are listening to this, go to Mike Prov, which is funny because here we're talking improv. Uh, dot com, and uh, you can see his gallery which is just all a whole bunch of photos and uh, demo lot of reels on there which is just really cool I noticed um, you uh, these are some of the ones that I've noticed uh, is that you you play a lot of fathers uh, doctors businessmen authorities helpful people and 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 people who deal with heavy issues do you find that um, uh, do, do you find that some of these are reflections in your own life that you, you have been, you know, the person who's there for, to help people and maybe to be sort of like the go-to authority type of figure? Have you found this in your real life? Um, well, because I was, you know, in the corporate world and I was, I was typically a manager, you know, most mm. of my career, I've definitely found that, you know, I take those experiences to here. You know what I mean? Um, and I've, I feel very comfortable doing that. You know, I'm a father of four, so I have no problem, you know, playing a dad, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't been a doctor before, but you know, I don't, you know, but I've played a doctor on camera, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so do you, uh, for those roles, let's say for instance, a doctor, are you, are you like, um, cause it's not like, do you, are you finding yourself online looking at doctor's manuals or, or, you know, like how, what are some ways that you'd prepare for that kind of character? Well, I mean, I've, I've done a few things. I've obviously I watch TV and I watch TV a lot differently now than I did, you know, a few years yeah. ago. So yeah. I'm, I really pay attention to other actors and, and how they, you know, play a role. Um, I do a little, I, obviously I always do research behind a role that I'm going to play that I, that I'm not sure about. Um, and you know, one project I did, um, where I had no dialogue, I played a, um, a man with early onset Alzheimer's. Yes. And, yes. I and that really one I did it. some research for. I had a I had an uncle who had dementia, so I, it was kind of close to my heart. Mm. And um, you know, and you know, it was a it was a great experience for me to the point where uh, some people said that brought tears to their eyes, which I thought well, was really really cool. You know, it's interesting. It's because I was that was one of the things I was going to bring up too. Is that it's it's a plot twist. It's like a Twilight Zone episode. Because as I'm watching it, I'm expecting it to be the the, the older guy, you know, the mm-hmm. father. Yeah. And so, like, it's it was such an interesting turn of events when you see that they're leading in this quiet guy, and it's like, oh, that's what's you know, it's like, yeah, you know, it's man, it's it is such a a sad thing. I mean, I've I've dealt with that with some family members too, and it's it's like, how do you not recognize me or how, how are we like, we share stories together. And, um, so yeah, I bet, I mean, that must've been a pretty heavy one just to, to deal with that onset. 
And it's, I mean, thankfully, most of it was, you know, in the car, and I was kind of just really trying to be out there, not really, not really with it, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, it's it was it was a it was a really fun experience too. At the same time, well, it was well, it was tough, and you know, you draw on on your personal experiences if you have them. Um, you know, and thankfully, my uncle wasn't at that state when uh, when I when I did that filming. But um, but like I said, it was a really great experience for me. Do you, uh, how many, how many of the roles that you've gotten so far on some of these projects, how many times have they given you time to rehearse it and kind of, you know, experiment a little bit with it? Um, I'd say most films, uh, give you, obviously they give you a little bit more time than, you know, commercial work, commercial work. A lot of it, you just, you find out that day what you're going to be doing, um, and you kind of roll with it, you know, um, where film they typically give you more time and it depends on the role you know and and what type of role it is um you know next i've got two horror films that i'm involved with next year that's and, great and one of them um it doesn't film until june and i have a supporting role in that one and then there's another one that um i have a principal lead role and um we've already done a trailer for it um which hasn't really hasn't really been released but it's it's going to be a fun project and it's uh, we have a director who um she's just awesome she knows what she wants out of each actor she's she's set even with the trailer she sat down individually with us before our scenes and said here's what i'm really looking for and it was really fun Ooh. it was a fun a fun experience yeah. Ooh. Those are the best when you feel like it's a collaborative uh, yep. experience. That is, and that one was. Yep. Those feel really fulfilling. I mean, that's I mean, it's interesting. I'm reading this book all about Chicago theater. It's called Ensemble, and it's all about the birth of ensemble and improvisation and the art of yes and, and really, um, you know, focusing either on the ta- task at hand or the other. You know, what does the other person need? Who's sitting here in front of me? So when you're constantly doing that, you're it's really you're really able to kind of get out of your mind and out, out of the way of yourself because um, mm-hmm. you're able to really channel this into, in, into what's happening there in front of you. And it's great because when you've got a whole set of people like that who are opening, you know, open to experimentation and allowing oneself to be in their element, holy cow, it's amazing when you can see the kind of magic that's unfolding there. Uh, um, big time. So this, there, are you referring, is one of these projects Luna? I saw something. Uh, Luna, yes. Yes. And you play a dark lord. What was that like to what kind of what, what did you do to prepare for that kind of crazy character? Uh, that was um, I mean, we had about, I'd say, a month prior to prepare for that. Now that we only did the trailer for. So I have plenty of time to prepare for the actual filming of that one. Um, oh, that's cool. You know, so that was the one we did the trailer. So I literally go from looking like myself to looking like a vampire with the teeth and the, or the fangs and the. You know, the, the major makeup changed to my face. <laughs> it was really fun. It was a really cool experience. And, oh, um, so you had what, like prosthetics and stuff? Oh, yeah. I had, um, I, you know, the makeup took about two hours to, to, wow, up, to redo my face. Um, Whoa, man. You know, the, the fangs that were in your... The, it was weird for, you know, it was the first time I ever had fangs in my mouth. And um, it's interesting to try to talk with fangs in your mouth, <laughs> is what I'll say. And then trying to talk with a... Um, you know, a blood capsule in your mouth that needs to explode upon oh, <laughs> lifting your head up. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was a little challenging, I'll say. <laughs> wow, that's like you know, that's the, those are like the kind of stories that you hear like on Roger Corman sets or like uh, Lloyd Kaufman with uh, his uh, crazy toxic adventure, you know, movies where 
these actors have to do like three three things at once, you know, and yep. you've never done this before. It's so funny because I was going to ask you if you've ever played a role where you've, you've worn prosthetics. So this is really cool. Was this your first, was that your first time wearing prosthetics on your face? Yep. First time. Yep. That it was. And it wow, was pretty man. cool. It was a, it was fun experience. Uh, I mean, I'd say the hardest part for me with that one uh, was the, um, I had the, you know, contacts put on in my eye. And uh, oh, so my eyes looked a, a different, like a really blue color, so to speak. And um, the only downside was one of them ripped when they were putting it in. And, oh, I, you know, my eye just wouldn't stop, wouldn't oh. stop running until oh. we finally figured out. It's like, hey, I got to take this out. I, you know, my, my eye just wouldn't stop cheering. Oh, I finally man. took it out and it's like, yeah, it's ripped in half. No wonder. <laughs> you know. Oh geez, the teary-eyed yeah. vampire. That all, yep. that <laughs> exactly. Kind of scary. It's like he's just he's just tearing up for that one eye. Reminds me of that James Bond movie that came out, Casino Royale, and the bad guy like he would bleed blood out of his eyeball every once in a while. <laughs> yep, exactly. That kind of thing. It's like <laughs> what you know. What's more scary than a crying vampire who only cries out of one eye? I mean, it's <laughs> like, oh blood. god, what's going on there? <laughs> don't let his tears get on you. Don't don't let it happen. Who knows what'll happen? So, uh, what what kind of dream roles do you think that you'd you? As maybe a secret agent, maybe a superhero. Who knows? Uh, I lost you a little bit there, but I think I understood most of your question with regards to what you know. What what's my dream job? Yeah, where um, yeah, yeah, like your dream roles that you think that you'd like to play. Yeah. Well, one of them is uh, you know I I won't shy away, but you know because I have a business background, I created a goal for myself within this industry, and one of my goals is to play lead role on uh, the Hallmark oh. Channel. Oh. Um, that's yeah. a good that's a, literally a goal of mine um and you know i'm pushing for that and i'm going to continue to to hone my craft until i get the opportunity to, to hopefully do that one day yeah so. it's great because i was reading about that and that was one of the questions i was going to ask you about is so for instance for you know we typically kind of know what what some of those hallmark, hallmark shows are like what would you what would be like your role on there that you can imagine or what kind of storyline would be really cool that you think would uh that you'd like to to be a part of well, I'd say there's a couple of them, but um, I definitely want to do a Christmas-themed one. I love the holidays. That's my favorite time of year. <laughs> I am binge-watching all of the shows now. Um, you know, so what what the storyline behind those are, they're kind of typically the same. But, um, you know, I'd love to do one of those, and then I'd love to be involved with, um, I don't know, maybe a murder mystery or something to that effect. Oh, that's um, cool. You know. Um, so wait, are you are you binge watching Hallmark Channel movie? Um, yep, movies? I'm binge watching all of them. I'm doing all the Christmas movies. Yeah, so I um, so, <laughs> I've so been watching the, them every day. So that so the Hallmark ones, and also like like what are you also watching like Christmas Story or uh, Christmas Vacation? Any of those? Oh, of course. Oh <laughs> my Christmas Vacation is one of my favorites. I literally, um, I watched for the first time. It's a Wonderful Life from start to finish yesterday. Oh my <laughs> that's god, the first that's the first time ever. Time? Holy cow! What <laughs> First time start to finish. <laughs> oh, big time. Um, Holy cow. Yeah, that, was, that was a fun one to watch, but it was the first time I watched it from start to finish. You know, I've, I've seen bits of it before, but never saw the whole thing. Wow, man. So did yeah, you did you have the family around? Were you able to watch it with the family? No, everybody. I watched it late at night, so everybody, the wow. kids were already already passed out. And I, yeah. Even if I put it on, <laughs> they're kind of like, Dad, another Christmas show, really? Yeah, you right. Know, if, it's, if it's Christmas vacation, they'll watch it. If it's not, they won't. <laughs> you know? Wow, that is that is incredible, man. Christmas vacation is just so funny, and and uh, 
what do you say? He says, I'm going to stick it. I'm going to stick this where the sun don't shine or something. And the guy goes, and he's like, Clark, what did you say to me? And he's like, I wasn't talking to you <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. It's just, he looks like Jason from Friday the 13th and he's got the big old chainsaw. And- oh yeah. Yeah. He's got the chainsaw. He's, yep. He's, he walks outside to cut a tree down. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the big ice icicles yeah. smashes through their window. Yep. And Oh my God, man. What a great, yeah, that was a, that was a funny show. Yeah. Like, and that's a kind of like, I, I'm looking forward to doing some comedy work. I did my first short comedy film uh, a couple months ago. Oh, and, cool. Um, it turned out pretty nice. It turned out pretty cool. And uh, I'm looking forward to doing more of them. I just, um, you know, I've got more dramatic stuff behind me so far. But um, like I said, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing some comedy. I, you know, for me, I, I'm always looking to um, enhance my skills and, and you know, try things that are a little bit out there that I haven't done before because it's it's the only way I'm really going to stretch who I am as an actor. Do you uh, do you sing as well too? Um, I sing really well in my car. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, they're, they're you know some. Uh, I was imagining like a musical, a Christmas musical uh, movie or TV show. Um, I think that's you rare. never know. <laughs> you oh. never know. You know. So. Um, I was, what what other talents do you have? Do you, do you uh, ride horse horses? Uh, do you do you, uh, are you a swimmer? Are you a soccer player? Um, oh, I do plenty like... of stuff. I'm I'm a uh, you know since I have four kids, uh, four boys. I'm a soccer. I I've, I was a soccer coach for about twelve years. Oh, cool. Uh, for for one of my sons and then one another son for a couple of years, and then um, I retired this June. But then uh, I became a basketball coach about a week ago <laughs> or two weeks ago. Uh, so now I'm a basketball coach, and I've realized that I need to learn a lot about basketball a lot more than I knew um so I'm, I'm active you know I'm always active in sports I've been a swimmer all my life I was a you know lifeguard when I was a kid and all that stuff so um yeah I, and I, I'm an outdoor guy so you know I, I can um I'm pretty athletic so I can kind of figure most things out you know um I, I kind of self-teach myself most of the stuff that I do uh, I love playing football you know I just have a blast going outside and throwing ball with my kid or, or, or you know doing something like that and i'm thinking too what's great is since you're keeping in practice with all this stuff it is great stuff for the resume because you're always actively participating in this kind of thing so it's only a matter of time until you get cast let's say in that hallmark cart hallmark commercial uh, hallmark uh, show where you play like the the soccer coach where you play the you know the the, the swim coach the you know all all those mm-hmm. various um permutations and um what so do you have you produced any of your own creations there was a there was something i was watching when you had your you had your own son in there oh you saw that was a um that was a film camp um so i'm friends with the director and he um does a film camp every year to, to teach teenagers about how to to film right and uh so he was looking for an actor and he asked me if i'd be the actor for him i'm like sure no problem and then i said hey would you mind if i brought my son he goes absolutely so wow um so my son Ethan is eight years old and he loves it and um so he and I did it and as we were we were rehearsing our lines I'm like you got it he goes dad I got my lines okay (laughs) (laughs) and um he had no um no issues at all being on set he didn't care that a bunch of people were watching him or anything to that effect which was really cool you know yeah Um, so it was really fun to be uh to watch him you know, be in his element and, and actually enjoy it. And he, um, you know, he's been on multiple auditions now and, and, uh, 
you know, I can't talk about one of them, but he had a really, really nice audition last week. So we'll see what comes from it. But um, wow. you know, he's done a couple couple jobs with me, and he's he's uh, he's made some money. <laughs> that is incredible. Well, you know, it's only a matter of time till you guys just start shooting your own stuff. I mean, why not? I mean, because uh, in this day and age, um, like I've just started shooting stuff with just my my iPhone, and I and I went online to find you know various lenses that i could could you get for it different you know special lens cases to use those and so i've just been playing with uh, around a lot with my uh, cell phone in in, in uh, recording stuff and man just just that alone i mean the quality on that just imagine uh if you were to compare that quality up to like a camcorder back in the day i mean the fact oh, that yeah. we have this kind of technology just hanging out with us all the time um so i've i've started doing that myself like when i'm just having dinner with my sisters out someplace or something i'll, I'll record the dinner and then i'll just i'll just with the power of editing i'll just cut something strange together and it's just been such a thrill when you kind of become the media and you go you know what i'm not gonna wait around for someone to you know cast me as something um i'm yeah. gonna go okay i'm going to cast i'm going to play this or whatever and uh and let's just film it right over there near the couch you know or let's go to there by the by the kitchen table or let's let's move the furniture away from the wall and put up a green screen you know and, um oh my god it's just amazing and i and i have a friend of mine that's a director his name's joe Schufreder, and he um He's the one that did the film camp, and uh, we did a, a short together in the summertime that was the comedy, where I went back to him and said, hey, man, we haven't filmed in a while. Do you want to you want to do something? He goes, yeah, what are you thinking? And I told him I wanted to do a comedy. I gave him a couple suggestions, and, you know, two weeks later, he had a script written. And, oh, man. Uh, <laughs> we got some talent together. We filmed it out of, in my house, and uh, I got, best. you know, I, I was part, you know, I got producer credits on it. So, oh, and we've got a couple more, you know, in the works, you know, we'll probably have like two or three more that's that, inc- that we're looking to do together. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, you it's know, a blast. And the industry, you know, they, <clears throat> they appreciate when they see that, that actors are just, you know, are the, that's a surefire way of showing that you're a go-getter and that you're, mm-hmm. you know, you'll get the job done. You'll get the job done so much that you'll cast yourself in a project and, oh, yeah. and create yourself. So it's like, it's like when they see something like that, I think they they, they really admire that and, and are like, whoa, you know, and then it just opens up their eyes. Um, and especially when you got a, a, a few of them, you know, then people are start thinking, ooh, okay, well, you know, could this turn into a longer form Netflix show or some on Hulu yep. or what have you? So um, this is just really cool that you guys are combining your skills and creating stuff together. And he, you know, he's phenomenal. He, he He's very good at writing scripts and he's, he does all the he does everything he finds the music he does the editing and but he he's a go-getter too and he gets it done quickly and it's you know it's a good uh it's a nice friendship that we've we've developed and uh like i said i look forward to doing some more man that's the key right there you got to form yeah. your own tribe right don't did you notice that like, yeah. when you start just going okay here let's let's join forces let's join forces with that guy let's join forces with this guy and next thing you know each person is just perfect in their ex you know in 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 their element and everybody lets each other just do it and holy cow it's yeah. so cool yep exactly right it's just great because with each experience that you create together then that inspires you to want to go ahead and create another project it's it just the momentum mm-hmm. takes care of itself yeah exactly right it certainly does that's yeah. awesome now do, does anyone else in your family have uh, creativity maybe some of them draw maybe some of them write um not not in my direct family but my uh, my uncle who uh, you know passed away about uh, six weeks ago he actually 
um, you know, I did his eulogy and as I was collecting information about it when he was younger and he was, uh, he was in the original Godfather because it was shot what? in Philadelphia. He was Whoa. one of the background guys. Yep. <laughs> so he was in the original one, but Incredible. what I'd learned, uh, what I'd learned is that he had his own talk show back in the seven, early seventies. Um, and it was like, he was hosting a talk show before it even existed, which was really you know, cool to, to really understand what he did. And, and, you know, he created commercials for himself or for his, the businesses he was in when he was younger. So he was kind of the first one that had really done anything in the industry and um, had success with it. And, you know, trying to follow in his footsteps and make him proud. Wow, man. I love that. I love that. Yeah. That is so cool, man. Making his own. Now, are, is any of that stuff out on YouTube, or do you have any? Uh, that no, it was or? so old. I've gotten. I couldn't find anything. I, like I, I, I did a decent search, you know, on, on the web, and the only thing I, the only thing I have is that, you know, there's a scene on the, <laughs> obviously on the the Godfather that I could find because that thing's so popular. But his stuff was so long ago, um, I couldn't find it anywhere. I mean, I didn't go. I don't, I don't even think Channel 48 exists anymore. But <laughs> that was a local Philly channel that it was on way back. Wow, man. How incredible. It's always cool to hear those stories of how this stuff was, you know, um, bouncing around in the family and the way that it's inspired the other family members. And it's great to see how, you know, then we can we can, you know, bring their legacy along with us as we as we move forward and feel their vibe with us as we move forward. Um, Exactly. It's just such a good it's such a good feeling. Wow, man. It well, certainly is, um, no doubt. Are there any new other new projects that are that are coming up that you'd like to uh, alert people to? Well, uh, I'd give a little alert to something that we did about a year ago um, called Unclaimed Remains. And it's a film about um, the Vietnam War, where I'm sorry, the Korean War, where um, military personnel that, that had died in the war, their remains were basically cremated and put into urns and boxes and all that stuff. And they're just sitting on shelves around the world. So this is a, a real uh, story, uh, or a true story. And um, it started hitting the film festivals about two months ago. It's already won 30 awards uh, so far. It's, it's got about an 88% um, rate for it's been submitted and it made it to the festival, which is pretty high, I think. Um, but it's my first one that's really gotten a lot of attention. And I hope it continues to do because it's it's something that um, I think needs to get out there. And, you know, if, if we could make a film that has people find closure with a loved one that passed away years ago, mm-hmm. how phenomenal would that be? Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So with this, uh, I was reading online, you got to meet some of these, you know, some of these veterans up close. Um, if you guys thought about doing mm-hmm. some screenings at maybe some of the American legions or the uh, VFW, you know, at any of those kinds well, of places. Well, we filmed that. We actually filmed it in a VFW. Um, and so, the, I mean, it was great meeting the veterans because they, they really made sure that everything was authentic and that, that it really told the, the correct story, you know, and, and um, you know, don't do this because that didn't happen back oh. then, you know, but make sure you know what I mean. Well, that's good. So they, they were, were very sure it was accurate, and and yep. those who would watch the, for those details would be like, okay, cool, they got it. 
Yeah, exactly right. And uh, I think that might be part of the reason why it's re- receiving the accolades that it is. I think the story is helping with it. Um, I'll give myself a little shout out. About three weeks ago, I got a call from producers saying, hey, you won Best Supporting Actor for our film. Incredible. In one of the festivals out in L.A., which was really cool. Um, so that just kind of gave me the, hey, you know what? You're doing the right stuff. Keep going for it. You know? Yes. Um, it's yes. just one of those, you know, taps on the back that said, "Hey, you know, you get you're recognized among your peers for for doing a good job and, and keep at it." So, have you had the pleasure of being in some of these trainings, you know, and and being there with the vibe of the audience as they're watching this? Stuff? Not yet. No. Um, it's they just haven't had any locally yet. Uh, I honestly, I haven't seen it, so I'd love to go to oh. one so I could actually see it because it's uh, since it's in the festival circuit, you can't. It's not like something that could be watched you know what i mean or aired or, or put out publicly oh, yet, right so. right but i'm thinking uh, you, you know, know like when you go you know I, once you sit in that uh and you you sit out there in that in in an actual screening with mm-hmm. people around you holy moly at these yeah i look forward to doing that yeah <laughs> yep, it's i great. did that a couple years ago we had i one of my actually my first short film was called tit for tat and i played the uh the, the nfl commissioner um and it's a story about cte it's another one of those it's not a you know, it's a fictional written story, but it's a real issue with regards to um, NFL players and concussions and CTE and all that stuff. And, um, you know, it won a uh, or it uh, made it to a festival. It um, it didn't win any awards, but uh, we were nominated for for best film and, and we were a runner up. So oh, it was a cool experience. Yeah, it was a fun experience. Wow, man, that's that's awesome. It's it's cool when you see people react to your movies in a way that in uh, your movie in ways that you might not have uh, expected them to, or they're laughing at certain mm-hmm. things you've never. You're yeah, like, oh, exactly. Wait, that was really supposed to be a joke, but holy cow! Now that I see it in that context, that is kind of a joke. Um, yeah. It it is funny how, you know, it's like, you know, you just don't have the luxury of test audiences, so to speak. So there you are, there they are. It's like just right there in front of everybody for the first time. And, it's always such a, a, a charming experience to uh, come across something like that. Now, do do you also write? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't delved into that. I'm thinking about it. I just haven't. You know, I or I can tell you what I have done. I've written a uh, short, a short uh, uh, story. Cool. Um, so I've, I, uh, I I love. You know, I think improv comes naturally to me just because of. Um, you know, I tell my kid bedtime stories all the time, right? And we make stuff up and we have, and we have a lot of fun with it. So one, one story we said, Hey, let's, why don't we turn it into a book? Um, so I wrote the story. I had somebody that, that was a writer look at it and say, here, let's make these tweaks. We made the tweaks. And so it's now, you know, I have an illustrator looking at it right now. Um, yeah, it's a slow process. It's a, it's a, um, a holiday themed uh, kids story, so it probably won't come out until next year. But um, wow! But it's you know cool. it's, it's you know it was the first one that I did, and uh, we'll see how it goes, and then um, hopefully we'll we'll make more from there. And I've got a story that I wanted I wanted to write. Um, I just got to figure out where to begin. Well, and plus, um, I mean, gosh, you know those these these stories could easily be made into movies. I mean, that's how uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I just imagine like you always hear about how like J.K. Rowling, she was just telling her kids stories and all of a sudden then they became books and then all of a sudden then those yep. books became movies and those became yeah, exactly. action figures and it became an entire theme park. You know, so it's so crazy. You just never know how something is going to take shape and, and, and move in that in that direction mm-hmm. uh, with that momentum. And uh, man, that's that's just kick ass. Exactly. So um, so uh, one other thing I want to just I, I was just curious about this. I saw this. 
Hershey Park uh, thing that you did. What, I didn't even know that there existed a Hershey Park, and, I, and it was intriguing to me because it looked like there was like a Reese's peanut butter cup or something walking along. And what, oh, yeah. have you been to that place? Did you? Did they actually shoot there? Oh yeah, um, Hershey Park's been around forever. I, oh, I my went God. there, and I went there when I was like ten years old. Um, back in the, and I won't date myself, but back in the seventies, <laughs> I'll say, um, I went there as a kid and had a blast. And then when I went back, um, to film there, we, we, um, we literally rode the, the, the ride, um, about 25 times over the course of two days. Oh my uh, God. But we had a, it was a blast. You know, I took the drama wow. to make sure that I wouldn't get oh sick. Oh my but, God. Uh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. But it was a, it was a fun experience. You know, we had a blast. I have some friends that, uh, that I think I have lifelong friends now because of it. And, um, yeah, it's just, it was a, a really, really fun experience. What a cool thing to think that you, you, you were a little kid who went there and then little did you realize that your future self would end up like being um, in a commercial yep. there and riding the rides for yeah. free for, for, you know, umpteen times. <laughs> I mean, that's just, yeah, you would never imagine cool. that. There's, that's for sure. So what other <laughs> kinds of interesting uh, uh, mascots do they have out there at this Hershey Park? I've been wondering. Oh, they have everything. They have Hershey bars and Reese's bars and Hershey kisses. I mean, you you think of Hershey, you know, the, the chocolates, that's where it all came from. That's where it all started out in Hershey, PA. Holy cow. So is every single gift shop, is every single thing just like a, a chocolate thing? Chocolate. Oh, absolutely. Yes. They have a, a whole chocolate factory that you get to go through and all. Yeah, it's really, uh, it's a really fun experience. There's no doubt. Oh, that's incredible. Well, is are there any, um, um, before before I let you go, um, are there any um, special Instagram places where people can find you or LinkedIn or, you know, what, what kind of social networks or, or things would you like people to really be pointed to to check out some of the stuff that you've been working on? Let's say they want to hire you. Um, you know, who knows what? Check out sure. your demo reels. Sure. That well, the easiest way to, to to find me social media is just put in my entire name, Mike A. Provenzano, um, and you can use that on um, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. They're it's all the same, so it's easy to find me. Um, you know, if you find a Mike Provenzano without a picture, it's not me. <laughs> um, uh, you can find me on LinkedIn under Mike Provenzano as well. Um, I'm also on. Obviously, my website at www.mikeprov. Um, if somebody's looking for me, um, and, uh, and my kid just walked in the room. <laughs> Hang on, Ethan. And let me think of where else. Um, uh, they're the main, you know, I'm on LinkedIn, as I think I already said that. Um, yeah, so I'm on all the social medias that, that I should be on. Um, I wasn't on social media until I started doing this. So now everything that I do is, is related to this work I do. Um, <laughs> wow. I do have a small YouTube website. You know, look up Mike Provenzano and find me there. Um, I do have an IMDB page uh, as well. Um, so I'm kind of, I'm doing all that. I think everything I should be doing as far as that, as far as marketing myself. The uh, man about town. I, got all the tentacles in order. Huh? Got all the tentacles. Yeah, trying up. to. <laughs> <It's great>. <laughs> <laughs> trying to. Trying to keep them updated is a whole different story. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm out there. Wow. Well, first of all, thank you, Jules Levely, for, for just introducing us in the first place. And Mike, thank you so much for taking time out to talk about this. I'll get this um, uploaded. I'm going to add a few other things to this. And then um, once it's up, then I'll, I'll send you the link. And um, 
for those of you who are listening to this, you, you're either listening to this on Spotify or iHeart or Mixcloud or TuneIn or uh, Stitcher, Spreaker, Breaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all kinds of places out there. So wherever you're listening to this, thank you so much for listening and please check out Mike's stuff. Um, and we'll talk. To, we'll talk to you guys later. And Mike, I'd love to have you on a show once you, you know, as as some time goes on, you continue to accumulate new projects. And and yeah, Kurt, I would love to be on <laughs> on with you again as well. And and let me just make sure that I say thanks to Jules for the inst- introduction to us as well. She's been really uh, a great gal to be friends with, and she's really helped me um, get some of the stuff out there. She's done a great job at writing uh, writing for me. Yeah, if you guys making some connections. If you guys want to see those articles, there's a, there's a couple of them that I read. Um, so look for Jules. L-A-V-A-L-E-E that's Jules Lavallee and then Mike Provenzano P-R-O-V-E-N-Z-A-N-O so just type those into the Google search engine and then you will come across those articles and uh, and you get to learn a lot more about Mike than we even covered here mm-hmm. alright Mike well thank you so much and, uh, and you have a great night uh, thanks you you do the same Kurt. I really appreciate your time oh you're welcome take care bye alright take care alright bye bye Hello, hello, everyone. This is Tinka Jake from God's Gift Through His Word. You are tuned in to Inspirato Projecto for the podcaster's holiday party that will be held at the Grafton Hotel at the Bar 20 restaurant. Please make plans to attend. It's going to be great. And we are striving for 25 people to come on out to bring out Pastor Jay from Walking Truth Radio. So help me, help you, help us have an amazing time. I'm looking forward to meeting some great people again, and I can't wait. So plan on the podcaster's holiday party, December 14th, which is a Saturday, from 5 to 8 p.m. Come out and tell all your Southern California podcasters and podcasters that want to come out and enjoy the show. And now the sound of Gonzo the cat eating, Dr. Gonzo eating. Enjoying those tender victuals? Are you chomp chomping on those delicious morsels? Are you crunchy crunchy on those gizzards and giblets? Are you finding the tastes you're looking for? Is it the bee's knees? Inquiring minds want to know. Is it ever so delicioso? Does it taste the way you always dreamed it would? marvelous sensation betwixt your canines. Remember, folks, canines. Remember, felines have canines. Very important fact here, since we're dealing with Latin. Canis lupine, as they call the, the feline, the lupine, 
Is that a lupine tree I smell? Lupine cone. Tasty delicious. Succulent nougat. Succulent nougat. And now welcome a new character. His name is Marky, and he's an orange cat. He likes to purr quite a bit. Over here we have the orange cat Marky, who likes to purr. And over here, Dr. Gonzo, who's eating. Chomping on a feast. And now Marky comes in in his orange coat, and he wants to eat. He wants to try to eat Dr. Gonzo's food. And to that I say, hey, nonny nonny, bah humbug. That is bad manners and that is rude. Behave yourself, you are a feline. You're not a barbarian. You're not a barbarian. You're a feline. You're a feline now. Damn well act like it. You, sir, are, are a feline now. You... Damn, act like it. You act like a feline. You're not a barbarian. You're certainly not a barbarian. You're a feline. Put, put yourself to the test. Put yourself to the test and use your canines, you feline. But don't eat this food because it's not yours. Don't even try it. Don't even try it. No. Ah, you feline. You go over there, feline. Don't you dare try to eat this young man's food. No matter how much you purr. No matter how much you purr, you will not sway my decisions in letting you eat Dr. Gonzo's food. Are you enjoying your food here, Dr. Gonzo? Is it riveting? Look at that, we've got a secret observer on the side here, an orange cat named Marky watching. Up close and personal, hmm? How about we keep you distracted with some more pets here, hmm? Get you purring, instead of, instead of hankering for some of your brother's food stuff. It's not right. You're a feline. Now, for crying out loud, you act like it. You act like it, or I'm reporting you to the cat authority. I'm reporting you to the cat authority. Would you like that? I do not think so. I do not think so. I do not think so. Is there food coming along, man? Is it tasty? Is it tasty? You tell me. You tell me. <laughs> 